One beer. Two beers. Three beers. A shot of whiskey. A margarita. And a bloody Mary. Homeboy tripping, he ain't know I got a gun. When it come to pop, man, we do shit for fun. You ain't got one, brother, you better run. Now I'm in the back getting head from my huns. While she going down, I break it off what I done. Smoking on my blunt, saying she ain't having fun. Bitch, give it back then, you don't need none. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody in the pub. Getting tipsy. That's right, boys. Millin' noise. Buckle up, bitches. Let's go. Yeah, it's pub been a time. week. It is pub time, and uh, we've got an interesting one today. It's pretty on brand for us. Uh, we usually like we go one of two directions. I feel like either something that we're really interested in, or something that we really dislike. And today we're definitely going down the road of something that we really dislike. Oh, a thousand percent. I bring this up all the time. I kind of came across this guy uh, a while ago. I put him down on my list. He was uh, wrongfully, I, I feel like he was wrongfully placed in prison, which people love those kinds of stories. Well, there's, Usually, there's, so. there's quite a bit of that, though, I would say, right? I mean, this is this is a unique situation. And, and more so, I guess, you, a matter of perspective, right? Yeah, I mean, as we get into it, we'll see. He obviously broke the law, but I would say the assholes he broke the law against, that I'd give some leniency to this guy. I mean, to be honest, fucking give him a badge, pin a medal on him. So um, before we get too far into it, it's been fucking cold the last few days. And Don't even fucking start with cold. And you've been working you outside and said cold. I was about to say, you're going to heat her in that warehouse. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, fuck I've been, I've been dying. I believe it. And dying. I got to know like what, cause you're working with other people that are out in the cold. Are there like those guys that bitch out or, um, oh, yeah, people who do things to avoid having to work outside? Oh, that stuff fucking, like that. That's everyday carpenter shit. You always find a way to get out of a shitty situation. I mean, how much thinking goes into getting out of a shitty situation? Like, can you give me an example of what a carpenter might do to get out of a shitty situation? Well, usually all you got to do is tell these fuckers how you really feel, hurt their feelings a little bit. Usually works. Right. Now, is that the way you view your prior situation that landed you on this job? I do believe so. And I'm perfectly fine. And... I know you keep telling me how warm he might be, but where where was that job well, at? Oh, it's outside in Bloomington. Same goddamn deal. Okay. I mean, I just for some I traded reason, one shit sandwich for another shit sandwich. I gotcha. Well, for some reason, I was thinking maybe it was a little closer to home, but which would have also added to the sting. But I mean, if you're still driving basically the same distance, oh, and... it was farther. It was deeper into Bloomington. Gotcha. So you're on the fringe down there at Rivian, Which, so that's not too let's, bad. Let's talk about that a little bit. Boring, no one's going to give a fuck. You'll know because you're from around here. But so basically I can get from my house to Rivian in about 30, let's say 30 minutes. Sure. All right, moving. You get off that fucking 
55 or whatever, there's like a time warp you hit. It might take you another 30 minutes to get from there to any other part of Bloomington. Is the craziest fucking thing. It is. It's a little bit of a, a strain. It's like the interstate encompasses three sides of the town. Like you can get off on like 55 and, and kind of be on the north end of town. Obviously, 74 runs along the west and south parts of town. But it just sort of like clips the corners and then heads, you know, northeast, southeast as it goes, like an, almost in a V as it goes around the Bloomington normal area. So you're right. It is like no matter where you get off the interstate, if you're going to the far east side of Bloomington Normal somewhere, it is like driving down a two or four lane road with tons of stop li- stop lights or stop signs and fairly heavy traffic the whole yeah, way. Col- it's been I don't know. There's there's been times where it's like fuck, man. I'm, there's some I'm weird, golden. some weird one ways. Oh, there is. I feel like in their downtown areas. Um, a lot of times with that place too, I'll fucking get off and be like, God, I know exactly where I'm at. And you fucking get flipped around somewhere and you're like, no fucking clue where I'm at. Weren't we down there one time at like a wrestling tournament? And when we left, the bus driver went the wrong way down a one way street. And like Shane was fucking freaking out. Do you remember that? Yeah. Bloomington, we're leaving. (laughs) Yeah. Leaving the tournament. Um, instead just easy peasy right past Wendy's. 74 right. let's go i can't remember which way it went but yeah um no you're right though that's a i do think there's some more entertainment down that way than there's in peoria and maybe it just seems like that because we live in peoria and we think it sucks but yeah i i would say uh as far as a college town isu compared to bradley uh, i think sure they take, well it's they take the cake yeah, it's a, it's a public school. They have a higher enrollment. It's their enrollment's made up of more of like people that would want to go out to sports bars and do things. What do you mean like, by that? Well, Bradley's population or Bradley's student enrollment has gotten progressively more nerdy. I mean, that's just the truth. Yes, uh, in, Indian engineers. A lot of Indians, a lot of engineers. The video gaming stuff um, has become really popular. And it's just maybe, kind of in a weird way. I mean, some antisocial and antisocial. Maybe, maybe it's the frat house and the sororities. Maybe that's where it's happening. We're yeah, just I, not invited no more. I, I mean, I, I can't imagine. No more GI Joes and army hoes. Yeah, those were the days, buddy. Those were the days. I can't imagine there's anything too crazy going on at a Bradley party these days. I, I don't know what's considered crazy at a college party in 2023. Uh, maybe it's, yeah, probably. Probably right. <laughs> But no, which I don't know. I don't want no part of that. So no, 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 no. I would um, prefer my cocaine fentanyl free, if at all possible. And I, gosh, I can't remember. I'm gonna fucking screw it up. But I thought I heard a story about how it, it was some foreign country, and maybe it was China or someone like that. That um, we did something to piss them off. And so they basically released fentanyl into the United States. Did you watch that? Can you tell me you watched that interview with that junkie that was talking about this? I don't know. We I fucked really up know. some sort of trade deal with China. Maybe that's what it was. They basically removed all the heroin off the streets and yes. started pumping fentanyl into this place. Right. That's that's probably Which, what I saw. Logistically, that doesn't make good. That's not good business because fentanyl is more expensive, whether you're lab creating it you know what i mean like it's 
it's there's more to it than making heroin so right and what about these videos you see of some of these large cities that have don't uh, fucking looks like day of the dead like the walking dead Whoa. just zombies one in man. philadelphia fucking blows my mind every time i watch it it's like Skid Row or whatever, right? I mean, oh my God. you hear, and what kills me every time you hop in the comments on one of those videos, and it never fails. I mean, obviously, it is sad. There's people like, man, that's really sad, and it's true. But then people are like, that's someone's son or daughter. Yes, yes. Blah, yes, blah, yes, blah. And it's father, like, yeah. you know what? You know what that is? Like, obviously, anyone can fall into that trap, but that's someone who made a lot of poor fucking choices that put them in that situation. You know, more often than not, Nobody put a gun to their fucking head and led them to that life, you know. And I've I've said this before. I'm I'm not a I don't I don't make any apologies for addicts. I'm not a tough love kind of thing because I've been in some shitty places too. I don't really expect anybody to wipe my ass either. I'm I'm more side on the family and the children, the people missing out on that person or the trauma they've caused them. You know, sure. like. I don't get the idea of bending bending over backwards. Nine times out of ten, someone who's really addicted to something, they're gonna fucking burn you again. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I feel like this is a very I feel like it's a very middle American sort of and I don't mean that in the sense of like geographically, I suppose, but it's a very average American problem, right? Because anyone that sort of is what I would consider you and I are very much I would say average American dudes and we've known people that have uh, we kind of know people that have gone off to do great things, but we know people that would be right at home in one of those alleys in Philadelphia somewhere. And we know how fine that line could be sometimes between one side and the other. But we've also maybe not in the most extreme way, but we've also been in certain positions where, you know, we've seen where like that crossroads is once in a while before we, you know, what you want to go left or right, like come to that point. Okay. Like this is a bad decision that will likely lead to more bad decisions. And you kind of recognize that and avoid it, you know? And I guess I feel like we may be more, I don't know, I want to say exposed or maybe aware of the whole dynamic than someone that's, you know, working on wall street. Oh yeah, you know we're definitely more in tune with it for sure. I mean, we've we've seen what it can do to people. I think in some ways. I mean, and, and not like I mean in different ways. Some maybe not quite as extreme as what you see on those videos, but um, you know, I feel like we've seen some different sides of it. And the the older I get, I think with a lot of this shit, it's like legalize it. You sure. Know what I mean, make heroin legal. I don't care. It doesn't. It doesn't it's, affect me. It's probably not. It's probably not any more harmful than other things that are readily available to you that are legal to purchase. I mean, you can go buy a gallon of bleach, and if you drink it, you're probably going to die, right? No, but I mean, what, I guess, I guess what I'm getting at is, I one day I would really like to cover the war on drugs, just the whole idea, the money we've put into it. I, I think that is the biggest. I say it all the time, especially with weed, but the war on drugs in general is the biggest lie ever told to man. Like, sure. That's fucking, they play both sides of that fence and it is fucking ridiculous. 
I agree. You know what I mean? It's a what great a, tagline. Fucking 10 years ago, Tom Cruise comes out and makes a movie about a guy flying cocaine in from fucking Guatemala or some shit. All while, you know, we have a huge war on drugs. He works for our country, <laughs> flying the shit in fucking by the plane load. It gets sold yeah. out on the streets. It gets, you know what I mean? Confiscated and fucking sold right back again. It's like. No, absolutely. And I think that, um, and I don't know if it's more the business of incarcerating these people, if it's used as leverage in some cases. Obviously, it's used as a money-making adventure, money-making venture, I should say. But the the war on drugs is something that is a great tagline. I mean, because who's going to hear that and be like, you know, well, we're on drugs. That sounds like a terrible idea. You know, I mean, just it, the let's face it, man. Like our country is full of a lot of very unintelligent people. And when you hear something like that, you're like, that's, that's the best idea I've ever heard. That's fucking great. I get behind 100 percent without knowing anything else about it. You know, and the same could be said for all these goofy fucking slogans that these people come out with, whether it's, you know, make America great again or build back better or whatever they're shoving whoa, up our ass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all just taglines. Uh, oh, people will fucking eat them up all day long. Absolutely. 100%. Well, that Even at their that, own expense. That video <laughs> that Dick sent us this morning, man. It's like, I, I'm just like, God, man. And the thing is, they're not any worse than the people on the far left. You know, they're not. They're just saying different crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like Equ and, Equally, equally uneducated. Sure. Just blind, I guess. And really, this what's weird is the, the stigma. The stigma between the far right and the far left. And I'm not talking about the far right like the Bible thumpers so much. I'm talking about the far right like that TikTok that Dick sent of some fucking hillbilly rednecks in Mississippi. Make America great again. Yeah, right? I mean, yes, <laughs> and you know, and then the far left like the wokest of the woke do more often than not appear to be more educated than the far far right i would say on the surface right i mean they it, it tends to be a little bit more white collar in appearance versus blue collar i mean please, you follow me because let's look at it i mean but donkey, even like okay donkey so, versus elephant so for example yeah yeah that's what i'm saying and then like yeah. a lot of liberal thinking comes out of institutions institutions of higher education so these college professors things like that they're some of the champions of some of those uh policies and narratives right. which everybody assumes well they're a college professor they must be really fucking smart and know right, what they're talking about a lot of times they've never lived the life that they're supposedly trying to better true and unfortunately. then on the other hand you have um you know, well, that guy wears overalls, has four teeth, so he obviously doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. You know, and sign him up yesterday. <laughs> it's just the 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 dynamic that exists is really interesting. But like you said, they're both saying equally stupid things. I just think that the left probably gets the benefit of the doubt sometimes because on the surface, it's more, more often than not, they yeah, it's it's a it's just a more polished turd, but it still smells like shit. Yeah, absolutely. Perception these days is a huge, huge thing. I mean, that's right. Like We're going to nothing. I love more than listening to our beloved governor here in the state of Illinois 
tell me how you know he's here for the middle class and gonna help everybody out and what do they do every and it doesn't matter who it is uh red blue whatever every year come january 1st they found a new way to fucking bend you over that capital and fucking just break it off sure every year it's a little more tax it's a little more tax their budget continues to go up their salaries continue to go up we go deeper in debt and the fucking answer is always what maybe you guys could just give a little more give a little more you know Mm -hmm. Why can't your license plates be $200 a fucking year? Why not? Let's pay a tax on the roadways. You know what I mean? They just fucking harder and harder every year. Every year they give you a little bit more. They find some new asshole every year. You know what I mean? They go a little bit deeper. And I, you hear a lot of people that want to attack, and like in J.B. Pritzker's situation, they want to attack the fact that he's a rich guy. You know, and he he tries to cut, you know, the whole thing with the toilets in his mansion and all that goofy shit. And I feel like it's sort of a it's a weak argument to attack the fact that the guy's wealthy, because whether whether do, and he is extraordinarily really funny, wealthy. Do you want to know a really funny fact? So. Yes. I would say beginning January, they passed that ban on assault weapons in Illinois. OK. His family, not three weeks after that, opens up a shooting range in the state of Kentucky. Oh, I'm where sure. Those, where those very same weapons are, by and large, what is going to be shot at said firing range. No, I, I guarantee Just fucking, it. And, and, and the, none of it makes any sense, ever. You know, and I, like the, I'm sure that, in the most intense situation, the the National Guard or whoever that would be protecting him and providing him and his family safety would have assault weapons. weapons. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think attacking their wealth is kind of a weak argument because no, whether it's a uh, fucking rich Democrat or Republican, now he is very he's uniquely, you know, I, he might be borderlining what billionaire status, possibly I don't know, but um. Yeah, he's yeah no matter who it is, sure. no matter who it is, they're going to be extraordinarily wealthy. And the frustrating part of seeing it on the left more often than not is that they, the people they claim to be in support of and trying to help the most, they have zero, zero sense of what it's like to walk a day in those people's shoes. Adam, they have no ties to them. They just want that fucking vote. not a chance. Sure. I mean, they'll, they'll feed and, you whatever shit. And more want. often than not, the the taxes and things that they're imposing that are going to cost citizens more money are things that aren't going to impact that segment of the population because of their income level and the benefits that they're going to be receiving from the government. You know know what I mean? So they say that a lot, you know, and like, Oh, this, this tax break for this or this increase for this won't affect you. Who the fuck does it usually fall on? Oh, the middle class. Everybody right in the middle. Yeah. The ones that, for the the most part, are like, fuck it, we ain't really getting in on this argument a whole bunch. No. That's who gets shit on. It is, because the the wealthy have the the means. If they don't know themselves, based off their own knowledge, maybe they gain their wealth through their own expertise, or maybe it's inheritance or whatever, but either way, they're either going to have the knowledge or the money to pay someone with the knowledge to help them dodge all these taxes in some way, shape, or form. 
and avoid it. And on the bottom half of the spectrum, they're they're usually I mean yes they're tax they're paying it um sales tax we all pay sales tax and shit like that but like their income tax I mean fuck you got to have an income first of all to be taxed on it for one but with the government programs that are in place and things like that the whatever the level of taxes doesn't impact the poor as much as it does the middle class like I mean there is literally a, a pretty significant portion of the population and that's this this isn't even just specific to our state i mean nationwide that does kind of take the brunt of um uh, of the tax burden and things like that i feel uh, i'm not an expert on this by any stretch of the imagination but there is no, almost like I... a fucking weird sweet spot though where it's like you might be better off i mean it's like we've seen people do since covid when people started working from home like in, especially in two-parent households where it's like people might have realized, well, fuck, like it's costing me more to pay for childcare than I'm getting paid. Or maybe I'll break even if I go to work, you know, let's say that, um, okay, let's, let's use your situation. Like, hey, you know, recently, you, recently we've had this conversation. Yeah. Okay, but like, and let's I, say like, and I told her if push comes to shove, you keep your fucking ass here because right. it will cost us money. Right. Exactly. Leave this house right now. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like in your situation, there's a lot like it where, um, it, it would either cost you money or at the very least, like you're going to, you're going to break even and all your gain and really you're going to break even and it's going to be less convenient, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, wildly less convenient. Um, and, and so I think that's why you see a lot of people that have just chosen to stay home. And, and that's why there is kind of a weird conundrum. I think it, when you get in a certain like income range where you're maybe better off not fucking working. Like if you're, if you're a single mother in some cases, and I'm not saying you should take advantage of the system, but if the system's in place the way it is, like why not benefit from the way that it's structured? And if you're a single mom, that's making twenty five, $30,000 a year and you're having to, or maybe you make just enough where you're not getting childcare assistance or whatever else, like you're losing your ass. If you're, you know, if you don't have too many government benefits on your side with healthcare, groceries, uh, things like that, you'd be losing your ass. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be better off not working and getting all that shit for free. Oh, pretty much. We, we've had I mean, this story before. When, when me and my wife weren't together, single father, I called one time because I was hurting. I was hurting enough. I was on call. The lady asked me, he's like, well, I'm, how many hours do you work a week? Well, I was like, as many as I can, you know, I'm close to 40 most of the time well, so that's way too much i'm like what do you mean it's way too much right i just wasn't making a lot of money you know what i mean right. i really didn't have the opportunity for a second fucking job right i only want nothing to do with you and that's what i'm saying like it, it's like, do you like... work more than 10 hours a week i'm like who the fuck works 10 hours a week i wouldn't <laughs> fucking work if that was the case right no man i hear you it's and we blame the people that do it sometimes yeah there's people that take advantage of it like in a in a serious way um but fuck man like it's it, just the system itself as a whole is so damn broken so how, damn broken how do we get on this road i don't know we, man we started with my balls been cold for the last fucking three weeks and here then... we are 
Well, speaking yeah, that's, of that's speaking JD of Pritzker's fault. Speaking of the system being broken. And, and let's, we'll let's fix that motherfucker with our five for five. So the the topic today is Jason Vukovic, who was a is a man who as a child was abused sexually and then took it upon himself to go um, impose his own punishments on sex offenders. And we're going to tell you his story a little bit here. But before that, we've decided on the five for five to highlight the best ways to punish a sex offender. Would you like to go first? Are we going to do the same thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Number five, surgical castration. So button that motherfucker up. And we ain't talking because usually like chemical castration. Fuck that. Get rid of it all together. So when you say chemical castration, that's just, is that just disarming them? Uh, Disarming them, shooting blanks, can't even get it. You know, I'm not sure what chemicals they give them, but it's just non-functioning. Like can't get a boner anymore? Limp, bud. Gotcha. It's cold every night. But if you, I would, I mean, would you think you're still able to feel the feelings of being aroused you just that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying let's get rid of that motherfucker all together that way that's all they'll have is memories sure if if we're not gonna kill them okay right they're not gonna be be unalived all right let's let's take that fucker off at the stump no that's a that's a fantastic idea and i I hate to make it sound like the majority of these are men because i i guarantee there's women out there that have you know, there's definitely female pedophiles, predators, whatever you would like to, minor attracted persons. And, you know, maybe with them you sew the thing up. I don't know. Fuck. Put a zipper on it. I don't know. We've talked about it a little bit before how weird it is that there is a double standard on that. Huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, huge. And I wonder the if... The entire women... time I'm talking, I just see a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I wonder if women perceive it differently. You know what I mean? I wonder if women look at females, like let's say you know, a high school teacher that's banging half the football team or something, if they're like that disgusting person, right? You know that they, predator. They probably do. They probably you do. know. Whereas guys, you know, are like, you know, what the fuck? We man? usually like, fucking rub it off and be like, yeah, it's oh, we're like, oh yeah, get man, one. why don't those teachers exist? Teacher. Yeah, like exactly. You know, or which one of these pussies told their mom, like. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely weird, but it's I mean it's apples and apples. There's no difference, right? So, I'm gonna come out with um. All right, number five for me. Whatever you've done, you now become the receiver of said crimes. So everything you've done to others, I mean, well, obviously up to the point of death. Uh. You are now on can, the receiving end of it. Can we kill him in this list? Because I was up for that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we can okay. we, we can throw that in Unalive there. I, them. I don't know. Because I have a feeling we're going to run out of just torturous I, things. So to be honest, I don't know how people are going to perceive this. I know I say it a lot, but I mean it. You know what I mean? I, I wholeheartedly mean what I say when I feel like any one of these fuckers. I've seen some 
kid earlier, 24 years old, caught in Bloomington. Fucking boatload of pictures and videos and shit of people wildly younger than him. He's he's leading down a path that, that at some point in time, that's not just an attraction anymore. Yeah, you I mean, that's... I mean? There, he follows through with something sure. here soon if he hasn't already. Sure, because I think that they always, you know, eventually the pictures aren't going to do it anymore, right? And it's going to be the next thing and the next thing. And, you know, we talked about some serial killers that maybe it was animals and stuff like that. And it's like, well, there's just no thrill in that anymore. And it's just yeah, let's it's move on to the next thing. It's got to get better. And so, yeah, you're 100% right. And unfortunately, I feel like with a lot of these guys, there's really only one solution, man. <laughs> unless unless you have a spot where you can just fucking put all them together maybe i don't know but there's only one solution i feel like myself and uh live animals okay so i would like to include live animals in this um not like donkey show animals i don't know if they'd be into that riding club we talked about that one time but uh <laughs> I'm thinking more like, uh, I don't know, lions, alligators, something alligator. like that. Cool, yeah, something that's gonna really. Snakes. But I want like something a little smaller, you know, like a lion. It's just some fucking kill him in the beginning. You know, mean, like, like, uh, I want something that's gonna take some, just bits and pieces. I want something that's gonna really just tear one of these assholes apart. Put them in a pool smaller with gators, piranha. Yeah, um, I want something big and physical, just like they thought they were. Gotcha. Well, that's it's a very fine line to find something that would be physical enough to kind of impose their will, but not what about powerful like some enough fucking, for some a quick finish. Yeah, maybe. Get a um, handful of chimpanzees. Those fucking things are super human. Yeah. Um, you know, the alligator one's not bad, but I mean, that's that's still probably. But I want small. They'd yeah. have to be smaller gators. Don't give me thirteen. I don't want no. About like a fucking people gator. Uh, a, a fucking super aggressive. Like has had the taste of meat, like pit bull or something. Dogs, you know. Good. I bet yeah. my boy Mike Vick's got a couple. <laughs> Ooh, um, he's good now. He's paid rehabilitated. Yeah, he's fine. He he donates to the ASPCA now. So, but yeah, so dogs. He's good. Yeah, uh, aggressive dogs might be an option, and then, um, God dang, I'm trying to think of some other. Like things, a smaller man. bear or something, like a Maybe. black bear or something. Not a grizzly bear. Give me a black bear. Some get in there and just bat the fuck out of them for a while. Because I want it to be excruciating. Sure. Whatever happens, I mean. Well, and I'll throw it out on my list, and I, I mean we've talked it about it bit. before, but I'm I'm a big fan of it. I think it, it's something that would should seriously be implemented, and that is the uh concept of um and they don't i always say grab some veterans but really i mean just round up any angry people you want that have some aggression to take out and they just take turns man just what about, go in the room what about and just former victims yeah sure like I why, said, why was this not considered what we're going to get into why was this not considered a healthy release i don't i mean just get in there and uh basically beat the person within an inch of their life and then you let them recover back to the point that they're you know not on the brink of death and then you just repeat the process over and over and over again which would probably ultimately lead to a really slow and miserable death 
over time, but that person's going to want to die. They are going to be begging to die. They don't you dare. Don't you dare give it to them. That's what and, I'm saying. That's what right. I don't want. If, if they ever get to the point where they want to hit the easy button, don't. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like this situation, this situation would be it, man. Like, uh, you just let people go in there and take out their fucking pain. Like, you fuck set it up. You know, it'd be like uh, you know, one of those rage rooms or escape rooms. You just you have but a place down there. Fucking, and yeah, it's, it's just amazing. got rooms with the pedophile in each room, and maybe you know one day the old lady pisses you off, and you're like, "Fuck." you bitch and you cruise yep. down to the pedophile shack and It'll get your pull larry yeah uh i mean i can you probably solve a lot of, or not solve but maybe prevent or avoid a lot of violent crimes that way we'd be fucking millionaires i mean I you'd have to go through a metal detector you'd have, thing, but... i think you'd have to go through a metal detector no weapons i think you'd have to go in there and use your bare hands uh but you couldn't physically kill the person like you couldn't choke him to death you could uh... choke him but maybe not to death um, I mean, you'd be well monitored. You got to have them hooked up to monitors then. Well, some guy yeah, gets the... in there like they got to have a warning or something like a shot clock. Like you get 10 right. seconds, then you got to Or go. maybe you just put a time on it, but you tell them maybe you just don't allow choking. I don't know. Some people are into that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not sure I'd want to choke a pedophile, to be honest, but there might be other people. Sure. So that's my that's my next one. So uh um so I heard this crazy story the other day and I figured what better place to use it than right here. We're gonna have to cover this guy at some point in time. His name is Mad Sam. He's a mobster, worked for the outfit in Chicago, which that was like their, you know, that's Capone and whatever. He's a little bit older though. This is more like 50s, 60s, 70s area. Uh, they had a guy they thought flipped on him. He never did. Unfortunately for him, they really thought he did. So they took him to a, a meat processing plant. And they hoisted him up on a meat hook uh, via his anus. And that's how he stayed for two or three days. Whew. While they came in and just beat the fuck out of him. About a foot off the ground, too. So... You know, he's being held up by his anus. How many times do you think he only came his before he was killed? <laughs> I bet I could have got two out. I mean, I'm not a big um, pain like that kind of guy. No, but... fuck no. I mean, but God yeah, just damn. I spend one of these motherfuckers I mean, like a pinata. Oh, it's one of these guts. guys. It'd be fine. Ugh. It'd be fine. They like that. Fuck, man. But yeah, um, a, a that's nice a good locker setting, like leather face kind of deal. But it's not going to cause a whole lot of harm. You know, maybe if you eat, you know, gently rest them. Like when you do a beer can chicken, you don't just cram it in there. You gently set them down on it. You know what I mean? Right. And I think we'd give enough constant pain that it would be worthwhile to do one of these sure. assholes. So. Then every now and then you could probably bring them back down to the ground so their feet could touch, and they're like, "Oh, it's not so bad." And then you hoist them right back up. Yes. Um, no, I think that's a wonderful idea. I'm gonna go ahead and say, um, this one's pretty brutal, but I think that I mean, obviously, the it would be very brief, but just the fear and leading up to it would be excruciating. 
and that's a wood chipper in it and make the whole time shove a hand in at a time one yeah, hand yeah. in the wood chipper i mean you hold them back you know one hand in gone other hand in gone let your know, leg in by the time it's just fucking torso and a head at the end and they're still bit. alive and then you shove them through and finish the deal you start them with the bottom though you shove their fucking hips in first head last watch it yeah yeah god that'd i be, love that that'd be terrible. you ever seen fargo um i've seen bits and pieces i think i've seen that scene you've seen the wood chipper part? Yeah. yeah is that your friend there in the chipper oh it was cool be... it just snowed so there's like a looks like a big red snow cone out in front yeah. of it that'd be great that this actually that's what i'm saying i don't get you know some of these people might not understand they might not enjoy this episode but that would bring me joy a little bit like it actually it'd probably put a little bit of a smile on my face but ryan that's someone's son or daughter or mother or father or brother they i mean they pass shit fuck them yeah exactly they crossed a line that should never be crossed and it's very you say it all the time man the moment you choose you to violate in a mulch moment you choose to violate someone else's rights you've given up yours oh thousand percent uh for sure this is the game you get to play now um, so i think you're on number two yeah um I, w- I would like a prison setting but unfortunately these guys just never end up there so this has got to be done at home um i would say probably just point blank i don't know if you've ever seen the video so there's a guy from the 80s he finds out his son's karate instructor had been abusing him the entire time just this kid, at, the air, at the airport yeah and you can see him off in the distance talking on the phone and they come you know the sheriffs whoever come walking this asshole through and you just see him turn and put one right in his dome i love you know that dad that day fucking was 10 foot tall and bulletproof you know oh I mean? hell yeah he was david yeah. and, and you he know slayed goliath you know yeah. he fucking felt amazing and you know what's gonna happen to you after that i mean you know you're gonna go to prison and whatever else but i tell you what man in some cases like worth best it. part is those cops didn't do shit to him he basically handed that gun over they arrested him he went off which I still think it's horseshit, but right. I say it's justifiable homicide myself, but I hear you. So let's see. Try to come up with another one here. Um, maybe just being left like out in the middle of the fucking desert, butt ass naked, just pure exposure to the elements. Uh, you'd have to secure someone somehow, just lay them, stretch them out, you know. Maybe. tie them to the some stakes some or road some shit. pins or something yeah yeah the road yep. pins down in there and uh but see i wouldn't want to like you know not i wouldn't want to put like the pins through their hands or anything no no, no. Flesh. rope yeah, rope, yeah just, and then tie them yep. and just tie them yeah and then yeah i mean just let the sun cook them they're gonna freeze at night i'm sure some scorpions or snakes will come along and check shit out um and then not to mention the fact that it would be extremely lonely uh i'm all i'm for that all day i think that'd be a solid one for sure so i love that you chose rope because one of my i don't know i'm i'm kind of a weirdo about shit like this obviously but one video i vividly remember as a child uh faces of 
faces a death. Yes. There was a Russian criminal. Can't remember what he did. Obviously, it was something fucking awful. But they tied each one of his appendages to a horse. So there were four horses standing around this guy. He's laying on the ground at the beginning of the video. They slowly lead the horses out. The horses start to walk away. The guy raises up off the ground. All of a sudden, you know, it's like a shotgun or a handgun goes off, and those fucking horses split. You know what I mean? As oh, fast man. as they can run. And each one took a piece. Oh. And it, I'm not sure you get the, I don't know. I don't know how long the head lasts. I don't know what exactly they feel, but I think anybody watching, if you know what this asshole did, maybe you get a little enjoyment out of it. That'd be brutal. Um, Big, strong horses, though. And whoever ties those knots, I mean, get you a Boy Scout. We don't want no slippage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't yeah, you? We, they, we, we need do, a, they ain't we no need trial a, run. Third degree we blow on the case. Amen. Um. Okay, let's see. Was that your number one? That was my one, though. Faces of death. Man. Uh, I mean, there's some good classic ones, right? Like burning somebody alive. Drowning would probably be pretty miserable. How how um, could you slow roast somebody though? Well, that's like the desert. That's what that well, would do. Yeah. Um, and then you know another one I thought about, which isn't my one, but like similar to what yours is, but not quite as extreme, would be like a horse tying them up and just letting them be drugged through wherever. What are we dragging them on? I need to know. Uh fuck, man. This I don't is know. for research purposes. Uh make it good i mean it's got to be pretty fucking coarse but you know i wonder what it would be like if your body was drug across like a beach like sand on a beach for miles oh, fuck it sounds cush man you're making it way too I, easy maybe at course. first but i mean it's abrasive it's like sandpaper yeah. it's just really fine grit it's gonna do the job it's just gonna take a while you have to get that horse some water because he's gonna get tired <laughs> dragging this asshole around um, give him something good I'm just trying to think of a way you want to avoid the the possibility of them like slamming their head off of a rock or the concrete or something and being knocked unconscious. Maybe Tomorrow, put a helmet of, on of all of all the torture situations you can think of. What would be the best way? Ah, one of these assholes. I mean, and we ain't trying to be weird. One of these assholes touched one of our kids. What are you doing to that fucking guy? I I, I don't know. I mean, I think that in the moment. Um, adrenaline and emotion. Because I don't have any fucking over. horses. No, you're going to choke him. You already said that. It's sure, off the right. board. Can't but choke No, that's him. what's going to happen for sure. Um, no, absolutely. I don't. Uh, yeah, that's what I would do. I, but I don't know if that's what's on my list, though. I mean, what if you like sort of like hung someone, but in intervals? Like you go to hang them and like, eh, psych, and then like pull, you know. Bring them back down. Lift them back up and just over and over again. Old school style. I mean, it's kind of weird. Two white guys talking about hanging. <laughs> I guess so. By their um, toes or by the throat? I mean, you got, you got the guillotine. That's solid. That's too quick. Yeah, it's too quick. Way too quick. You can make a doll. I mean. What about just like an axe? Like a doll axe. axe. Oh, yeah. And flip that bitch around. You ever heard of the Velisca axe murders? Yes. Yes. You don't use the sharp edge because it gets stuck in the dome. Yeah. 
Use the flat and beat the fuck out of them. That's terrible, man. Um, No, that's great. I, to be honest, huge fan of that. Oh, man. I'm going to say number one. I think what, and you said point blank, which you already took it. Never mind. Yeah. I mean, really, the only thing you could probably improve upon there is I'd, I'd prefer shotgun myself. Like, yeah. No dental records, none of that good stuff. I mean, maybe just dismembering somebody like piece by piece, you know, with a fucking knife, a sharp knife, and just, you know, doing the research, doing the research to know like what you can, like the way that they would stay conscious and alive the longest. You know what I mean? Really uh, being into it. I like it, doing your research. So, um, so God, I tell you, what, we're gonna end up on some list. Some fucking cops are gonna show up at my house. But good. You, you ever seen that movie with Samuel L. Jackson where he's an interrogator? He's really fucking good. No, I don't think and they so. catch this guy who's a terrorist. He has a bomb somewhere in the United States. It's called Unthinkable. Okay. And they bring him in, and he does some fucking rotten shit to this dude. By the end of it, people like feel bad for the terrorist, but he's like, fuck you. I'm trying to keep him from blowing up the United sure. States. Right. But he does some awfully dirty shit to this guy. Yeah. Which would all be well suited for minor attracted people. No, that's what this is, too. I mean, keep in mind, people. This isn't for everyday This is, people. you know, if you have children, I want you to know that Ryan and I here at the pub, like if someone were to ever touch your children in this way, like, we would be first in line to want to do these things to, to them. deliver these punishments to these people theoretically um, or literally <laughs> um it's i mean and, and i yeah sure it's great you could say well you know that's stooping to their level and it's whatever and just let the justice system fine. do its thing yeah it I, i'm does. okay let's be no, honest true that fucking justice system is broke right I mean, look at some of these guys, man. Some of these fucking dudes are thriving in prison. You know what I'm saying? Even these some of these serial killers thriving in prison. Yeah, and they're untouchable and, now. Sure. That's the, that's the bad part. We've we've given we've given people that should have zero rights more rights than they ever deserve. And it's extremely unfortunate. It is. So we're right. gonna have to give you the cliff you ready to get into this guy version. Yeah, we're gonna have to give you the Cliff Notes version of Mr. Vukovic. Um, yes, the Alaskan Avenger. Born which in is Anchorage, awesome. Born in Anchorage, Alaska, June twenty fifth, nineteen seventy five. Uh, single mother. Jason was later adopted by his mother's new husband, Larry Lee Fulton. And instead of being his guardian, Fulton became Vukovic's abuser. He was quoted as saying, both my parents were dedicated Christians and had us in every church service available two to three times a week. Vukovic later wrote in a letter to the Anchorage Daily News. So you can imagine the horror and confusion I experienced when this man who adopted me began using late, late night, quote unquote, prayer sessions to molest me. In addition to sexual abuse, Fulton used violence against Vukovic. He beat the child with pieces of wood and whipped him with belts. Which, I mean, back in the day, that part wasn't incredibly. Yeah, that part was whipped with a belt. Yeah, same, same. That wasn't incredibly uncommon. Unless he's flipping that fucker around backwards, then obviously we're somewhere else. But sure. Years later at Vukovic's trial, his brother testified about what they had suffered as boys. 
We'd roll over on the bunk beds and be up against the wall, said Joel. It was my job to go first, so we would leave Jason alone. Which I've I've heard that very similar quote from whether it be twins or a brother and sister or that's fucking that's frightening that a child had to go through that. Sure. Like an older brother, older sister. Hey, maybe he'll take me first and then he'll just be tired and leave the other one alone. Fuck you forever. Yeah. Larry Fulton. You know what I mean? So the people that come around be like, well, you know, rehabilitate. Fuck you. No, fuck. There's no rehabilitating someone from that. I don't care what you say. I don't the care f- what your religious beliefs are that everyone can be forgiven if they. No, there's no rehabilitating someone from this sort of thing. It just that doesn't is, that happen. Is, that is like, the one thing that grown man remembers from his childhood. That I would sleep in front of my brother just in hopes that that guy would get tired and leave him alone. You know what I mean? Sure. What fuck I need to know is forever. Would you do that for me? What? Would oh, you I'd fucking sleep? I'd big spoon you, son. You'd, you'd sleep on your on I'd your stomach. You. <laughs> so, so um, uh, stepfather was charged with second degree abuse of a minor in 1989. Complete horseshit. Served no prison time, and according to Vukovic, no one ever came back to check in on the family. Afterwards. And again, keep this in mind while you're hearing this. I don't know if you feel the same way that I feel right now, but just makes you fucking angry you know i feel my blood pressure increasing and this is why we said the things we said a little while ago about what we would do to these people or what we'd like to see done to them for years and years and years we've terrible money to government quote-unquote systems to take care of shit like this never yes you know i mean obviously it's never paid out so uh, the abuse continued until Vukovic was 16 years old. So when did mom get married? No, it kind of gave a... So, I don't know, maybe 8, 10 years old. So regardless, one year, five years, once, more than enough. So while still underage, Vukovic moved to Washington State with no identification or financial recourse. He turned to thievery to survive and built a rap sheet with local cops. Uh, Jason admitted that his descent into crime fit into a cycle of self-hatred that had started during his child abuse and i can only imagine what you would feel like and it's it's not a shocker that whether it's serial serial killers or people that live a life that is just immersed in crime and drugs and addiction there's usually something like this at at the source right yeah the core not always not always and i'm not saying this excuses any behavior because obviously i think you know we all eventually learn right from wrong but mental health's a real fucking thing and i can only imagine what something like that does to your brain chemistry no at that age for sure i mean we talked about it a little bit some of those guys serial killer wise had some serious shit happen to them does it you know make what they did better no no and to be honest most of these fucking pedophiles probably had the same thing happen to them when they were kids but yeah i mean these monsters are being created by other monsters right and it's time to start getting rid of some of them uh so jason was quoted as saying my silent understanding was that i was worthless a throwaway the foundations laid my youth never went away by then, Vukovic had a criminal record spanning from Washington to 
Oregon, Idaho, Montana, and California. Around 2008, he moved back home to Alaska. There he racked up a number of criminal charges, including theft, possession of a controlled substance, and the assault of his then-wife, which Vukovic denies. So when it says assault of his wife, is that what sort of assault? I would imagine probably domestic. I, gotcha. I doubt it'd be any sort of it's like rough her up a little bit. Assault. Yeah, who knows? Not to belittle it, but yeah, yeah. Um, so 2016, Vukovic untreated childhood trauma reached a boiling point. He began to read through the sex offender registry of Alaska and decided to get his own brand of justice. You know, it's no Love surprise that, that this that this happened in Alaska, right? I mean, it's probably you're sitting around. It's winter for ten months of the year, and for eight of those ten months, it's only light out for like two fucking hours or whatever. And it's no surprise that someone would you know decide on this as a way to pass the time. And I think yeah. it's a great choice. Talk about a great hobby. Go find a couple of pedophiles and beat the fuck out of them. So uh, June two thousand sixteen. Jason Vukovic sought out three men who were listed in the sex offender registry. Gripping a notebook filled with names and addresses of sex offenders, he found in the public index, Vukovic targeted the homes of Charles Albi, Andres Barbosa, and Wesley Damaris. The Alaskan Avenger knocked on Albi's door first on the morning of June 24, 2016. He pushed the 68-year-old inside and ordered him to sit on the bed. Vukovic slapped Albi across the face several times and told him he had found his address and knew what he had done. Then Vukovic simply robbed him and left. Kind of weak. Yeah, but maybe kinda he, weak. you know, maybe he was just feeling it out at that point. Like, kind of uh, got in there in the moment, and maybe he had some sympathy because he was an old man, possibly like. D- yeah, you know, man. and I kind of thought the same when I was reading that, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, did that old man have any fucking sympathy when he? No, did he sure, did? sure. But I'm saying, but yeah, you're not wired. That you're guy. not wired the same way that person is. I mean, I imagine that you've been, you know, I, there's those I've moments never, where I've never been saying, raped as a 12 year old either. So in my no, mind, I'm but thinking, I think Fuck, maybe he's gonna take it to the house. I mean, I know that there's times, maybe not physically, but verbally, like someone has been deserving of uh a fucking ass weapon well been i'm saying verbally like so someone has behaved in a certain way and they definitely deserve to be told about themselves and then you tell them about themselves and then almost feel bad especially if they've seemed visibly impacted by what you've said to them right and just because like you know as a person you're not that person that's capable of those things so you do feel some empathy or guilt or whatever about your behavior. And so I think that there may may have been some sympathy given to the guy because of his age. And two, it was the first time he'd done anything like this. No, he's done a little time in the pen. So maybe in the back of his mind, he's like, oh, fuck. I don't know if I want to go back. They might just slap me on the wrist for smacking him around and taking his money. All right. So uh, two days later, Vukovic used the same method to enter Barbosa's home. This time, however, he appeared at 4 a.m. and brought two female accomplices. Vukovic threatened the 25-year-old registered pedophile. Way to go from one end to the other, 68 to 25. I, yeah, I like these. this a lot. I mean, they both are good, but he's this is covering, good. He's covering all bases. 
He told him to sit down and punched him in the face before warning that he would bash his dome in. Uh, later, bail memorandum revealed that Vukovic stated he was there to collect what Barbosa owed. As one of the two women filmed the incident, that's an awful idea with a cell yeah. phone. Don't write anything down. Don't record it. Awful fucking idea. I wish I could have helped this guy out. So Vukovic and the other woman then robbed Barbosa and stole several items, including the man's truck. Also not a great idea. No. Uh, the third time Vukovic had went after one of his targets, the violence escalated. I love that. I love that. Uh, Damaris heard somebody breaking into his home at around 1 a.m. Yet again, Vukovic had knocked on the door and forced himself inside. He told me to lay down on my bed, and I said no, Damaris recalled. He said, get on your knees, and I said no. Vukovic struck Damaris in the face with a hammer. During the assault, Vukovic told his victim, I'm the avenging angel, and I'm going to... Met? Is it met out? Met out out justice. I should have fucking got into that thing. I don't know what that is. Uh, Vukovic stole an assortment of items, including a laptop and fled. Waking up in his own blood, Damaris called the police. Didn't take long for authorities to find the perpetrator as Vukovic was sitting in his Honda Civic nearby with a hammer, stolen goods, and a notebook containing the names of the three victims. So at this point, he gets arrested right on the spot when the police show up. Uh, They charge him with 18 counts of assault, robbery, burglary, and theft. And uh, he initially pled not guilty, but opted to make a deal with the prosecution instead. So uh, Vukovic pled guilty uh, to the first-degree attempted assault and a consolidated count of first-degree robbery. And in exchange, prosecutors dismissed over a dozen additional charges, and this led to... Um, his sentencing in 2018 of 28 years in prison with five years suspended and another five on probation. Okay, so it's a long fucking time to go away from beating some people's ass. Now, you fuck somebody up with a hammer, that's probably a little. I mean, these yeah. people deserved it, but I'm saying I'm sure that ratcheted it up the level some, of assault. That's some bullshit, okay? Because I guarantee. Obviously, all three of these motherfuckers, whatever they did, they're out and walking around. So, Guarantee not one someone, of them spent 28 fucking years. Question. This, when, this, when, when someone's on the sex offender list, yes, are you able... What happened. They do? Yes, but not in graphic detail. But you can tell the worst of the worst because they usually have a tag with it. Gotcha. Because I was going to say, they like, won't what tell if one ages. of these guys, like, what if the 25-year-old was like, 20 and yeah, had a 17, 17 year old girlfriend and he had a like, statutory rape or whatever but I, so usually that's why i wondered that gotcha not because yeah, that's not statutory but it'd give you a good idea right so you see 68 year old man victim usually greater than less than this age sure and then the rest is up to your imagination gotcha i mean is but, it possible that he not saying it's right because it's against the is it possible that one of these these were all three statutory rape victims? No, guaranteed no. not. Gotcha. Guaranteed not. If they give the names, we can right. probably look them up, see exactly what these sure. assholes did. So in 2017, um, he writes a letter to the Anchorage Daily News 
uh, and clarified his motivations and regrets. And he says, I quote, um, I thought back to my experiences as a child. I took matters into my own hands and assaulted three pedophiles. He wrote, if you have already lost your youth like me due to a child abuser, please do not throw away your present and your future by committing acts of violence. Um, don't this, completely agree with that, but yeah, right. I mean, he's basically saying, don't do what I did. Um, which is, I mean, he's taking the fucking Robin Hood turn, and I'm good with that, but no, you definitely, I, I think you want to talk about a little rehabilitation for the victim. Sometimes I think that's probably the only way to squash that fire. It sounds healthy. So I know, obviously, pedophiles tend to be targeted in prison. Do you think he was welcomed as a hero? God, I would hope so. I hope the fucking CO carried him in on his shoulders. Fucking piggyback ride that guy right to his cell. That's bullshit. 28 years. Name one fucking pedophile you know that spent 25 years, 28 years. Not one right. of those cocksuckers. That's the problem. That's True. that's my biggest problem with this. And it's not even like, obviously, he broke the law. The thief, I think more of the thievery and shit's what got him where he's at. You should have went to beat the fucking brakes off all three of them, left the yeah. shit alone. I, I would way be on board with it. Yeah. And I think that the, the context matters, man, when it, but unfortunately in the justice system, it, it doesn't always, but we context matters. Judge, we read a little bit and the judge will tell you exactly what he thinks about this as well. Okay. So Vukovic appealed his sentence on the grounds that his PTSD should be considered a mitigating factor in his case, uh, but he lost the bid in October of 2020. Uh, despite his hero status among some Alaskans, the judge ruled vigil vigilantism, vigilantism won't be accepted in our society. And unfortunately, judge, justice usually isn't fucking accepted in the society either. And that's the fucking problem. That's right. my issue with it. I mean, I know I get it's probably not a great thing. Uh, just looking objectively, like I fully support what this guy did. But it's probably not a great thing as a society to give the impression to people that they can go take justice into their own hands, and especially in the way our justice system works, where you have precedent all the time. And I guarantee you, if for somehow this, if some way this guy didn't get what he got in terms of um, his sentencing, it would be brought up in every single case of any sort of retaliation um, till the end of time, you know, as a precedent. And and maybe that's part of it, just because you'd, you'd have everyone that was claiming to be retaliating for something, throwing that case out there as, well, here's an example of where the law was applied in this way. Un unfortunately, I guarantee out of these three fucks, all right, and I'm going to say this, it's going to be uncomfortable to say, but out of these three fucks, one of them forcefully, guaranteed, forcefully penetrated a child. Male or female. And they were somehow out walking around everyday fucking people when they, in my eyes, have forfeited that right forever. I agree. Okay. And because this guy broke into their house, took some things, and beat their fucking ass, he's probably going to spend the majority of the rest of his life there. That I don't get. All right. That I don't get. 
these these are what i feel like one of these motherfuckers is out living healthy among other people that shouldn't happen sure at all and the the, these are what i consider to be like the facts of the situation um he was you know he was um assaulted molested as a child has all sorts of anger and resentment um naturally he feels anger towards uh, other pedophiles seeks them out and delivers justice of his own all right um obviously that happened his motivations are very clear as well as far as why he did those things um i think that under the way that our current justice system exists i don't know that i understand why it was ruled the way it was like just objectively as our laws are written and the way the justice system works the problem is the system is fucking broken like at the end of the day that's the issue the issue is the system is fucking broken and that's what like i said because this is a case that would have opened up a whole fucking can of worms in cases that aren't related to someone retaliating for sexual you know for fucking against pedophiles it's something that would just be rearing its head in other situations what about forever. The, the, what about that girl in california that had been trafficked and she killed the person who supposedly was like pimping her out her ass is sitting in jail right did you ever you ever see that i did not no but I, i'm not surprised i mean i'm not saying it's right i, I want to be clear i'm not saying i agree with it in terms of what i think is right and just um but i'm not surprised is is what i'm saying right um so his final victim wesley damaris has publicly expressed his relief that vukovic is behind bars fucking coward adding that he would prefer if vukovic wasn't walking around while i'm alive uh well i'm sure that your victim would prefer that you weren't walking around while they're alive that's exactly um, what they, one article, article was written after him Okay, one article written about Damaris's reaction remarks dryly. One must wonder if his victim feels the same. Exactly. Uh, now, 70 years old, Damaris struggles to uh, form coherent sentences good. And uh, he also has lost his job in wake of the traumatic brain injury he sustained at Vukovic's hands. Um, it just pretty well destroyed my life, he said. So he got what he wanted, I guess. Absolutely. Hell yes. Fuck that it's, guy. We need to find his address and send him a letter and say, fuck you. You got what you deserve. It, but that's all right. We'll From put it in pub, big letters. Audio message. I'm sure he's on social media. We'll just clip him out in this fucking thing, you piece of shit. Fuck, I'm fired up now. Uh, Vukovic is attorney. a Catholic priest. Probably. Yeah, he's Archbishop of Alaska. <laughs> uh, Vukovic's attorney, Ember, is it Tilton? Oh, yeah, um, I love to. Meanwhile, meanwhile, shares the views of thousands who have pledged their support for his client. Yeah, for his client on several online petition sites pleading for his release. To them, the cyclicality of violence and trauma is unlikely to end by keeping victims turned criminals in jail. Um, quote: I don't think he needs to be punished," said Tilton. "He's already been punished." This whole thing started out as punishment of a child who didn't deserve to be treated this way. Uh, Vukovic has urged others who have been victims of childhood sexual abuse to seek inner peace and reject vigilante justice. I began my life sentence many, many years ago. It was handed down to me by an ignorant, hateful, poor substitute of a father. I now face losing the rest of my life due to the decision to lash out at people like him. To all those who have suffered like I have, love yourself and those around you 
this is the only true way forward. Yeah, man. And uh, I, I think that the guy seems, you know, you hear what he says, and I, I haven't heard any interviews or anything of him. I'm sure there's a few out there. There, there is a petition out there. It's that same change.org you see for a lot of people. It's worked sure. for some people. So anybody that hears this, as soon as I seen it and kind of read through this thing, I fucking signed it. There's about 30,000 people that signed it. I don't know how many people it takes, but fucking sign the thing, okay? Yeah. Sign that fucking th- Let this guy see the light of day one more time. See what he does with it. Give him another fucking chance. So Give what these other he- three fucking assholes another chance. Let's what do give you think he one. does with it? Do you think he gets goes out and just picks up where he left off? God, I hope so. A little bit, um, a little bit. I hope so, but also a little bit. I hope he. I hope you think he'd give him the, char- the some of the Charlie just... Manson, the Charlie Manson treatment when he goes to the parole board and says, "You let me out, I'll do it again." Like, <laughs> uh, so there's some good pictures of that uh, Damaris guy. He incoherent. Fuck, he probably wasn't coherent to begin with, but he took a couple good shots with that hammer. Sure, man. Like, and fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. If he's if really thinking, guy, he would use the fucking claw instead of the other. Is one. that guy still alive? Who? Yes. What's his name? It's Wesley, which sounds like a fucking pedophile. Damaris. Spell it. Wesley. Damaris. D E, M A. Yeah. Rest. M A R E S T. To see if he's still alive, unalive. Um, this is someone that has that name, unfortunately, but he looks like he lives in Delaware and is much younger. <laughs> how much? Younger? <laughs> I mean, like, well, how old was Damaris supposed to be? Um, he was seventy at the time some, of yeah. this in the twenties. Or D E M A R E S T. Yeah, I think yeah. I spelled it right. Well, let's see. I don't know. I'll have to do some searching, man. I'd like to see if we can find this piece of shit. And, yeah, let's uh, find him. Let's see what the fuck he did. <laughs> yeah. Come to find out, maybe he's the statutory rape guy, but still, fuck him. For sure, man. No, I agree. And uh, that, is that no, who we're I, fucking today? Oh, a thousand percent. But that or whoever the president of Nambla is, we'll fuck him too. <laughs> North American Man Boy Love Association. I, I can't even believe arguments like that even exist. They're out there. You got to piss, don't you? You're fucking, you're putting the twist on, son. Uh-huh. Speak your mind. No, well, it's all right, man. I now that I know I you're know. there, I'm fucking, I'm going to dig it a little bit. Well, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if we might be close to wrapping this thing up. If we are, I'll just hang on and go take a leak when we're done. And if you feel like no. we have a lot more to say on the subject, then uh, we can. Take no, but the, the fact that that argument even exists out there. That there are people that will sit and preach to you. That there are people who may be attracted to younger whatever. And it's like, don't even fucking come at me with that. Not for right. a second. You know, like, I, I get it. As you get older, you see a 20-year-old girl, you're 50, 40, 30. Right. Like, I get it. But there's a difference between, and I'm not saying it's right, but there's a difference between thinking it and fucking acting on it. You know what I mean? Like, oh. The, the second you've acted on it, you've for, sure. foregone anything that I'm going to fucking give you yeah, ever. I mean, and, and, and like I said, I'm not trying to say it's okay to think those creepy ass things, but let's be fucking honest. 
in the deepest recesses of our own minds, we all think about some really, really fucked up things sometimes that we would hope that no one ever finds out about. We just talked about 10 of them earlier. <laughs> That's true. We did. No, it's perfectly okay with it. But yep. It does. It does happen. Not for shit like this, though. Very unfortunate. No. That's a hard line here in the pub. Pub law. Pub law. No pedophiles. Yes. Kill your local pedophile. You ready to do this, pal? Let's do it, buddy. Get that old speckled hen cracked. That's right. All right. Here's to those that wish us well. All the rest can go to hell. Fuck you, Wesley. Now and forever. Oh, it works when I unmute it. I had to mute it just in case the ghost wanted to play some shit. Good night, everybody. Fuck you, Wes. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't want to fuck with me. I got the police fussing at me. But they can't do nothing to a G. Wow, 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 he's very nice.